everybody, and welcome to Project HR, a podcast dedicated to building better workplaces. Project HR is brought to you by IRI Consultants. IRI empowers leaders to prevent and solve mission-critical workforce issues through holistic and sustainable strategies. For more information, you can visit IRI at iriconsultants.com. I am Jennifer Oroqua, Director of Business Development for IRI, and your host for this episode of Project HR. Now, today, digital media allows us to build our brands and make impressions with potential clients, business partners, current employees, and future hires. But that kind of intelligence isn't just a one-way street. By capturing social media and online news directly relevant to a company's specific areas of interest, companies can better shape their internal and external communications, making digital media intelligence a critical part of any organization's success. In today's episode, I'm talking with Philippa Levenberg. Philippa serves as Director of Digital Strategy here at IRI Consultants, and her role is focused on conceptualizing and executing digital and social strategy for our clients, including digital media intelligence products. And I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Welcome to Project HR, Philippa. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. So, Philippa, before we dive into the particulars of this topic, I wanted to just take a moment to talk about your background in digital media and communications. You've had quite a range of experiences. Yes. Um, I started my career in journalism, so specifically broadcast journalism. Um, But with news continuing to break online and on social media, that's quickly where I uh, started to focus. Um, Since then, I've worked at an international media nonprofit organization, and then for a number of DC-based public relations agencies um, and consultancies, where I have leveraged digital, social, and paid media strategies to build employer brands, um, thought leadership programs, engage advocates, navigate crises, and even shape policy outcomes for clients across just about every single industry. So how has your previous work informed your view of digital media and its role in moving businesses forward? Yeah, so across my experiences, I've had exposure to both internal and external communications, um, and I have found that both are equally as important for reputation management and growth. All right, great. So let's dig into this. What are we talking about when we talk about digital media intelligence? Yes, so digital media intelligence is regular real-time intelligence capturing of social media and online content. This can be related to mentions of an organization or their competitors, uh, but it can also be related to key issues that a client might be looking to track that might be uh, legal, regulatory, or legislative. And in the case of IRI, um, we are often hyper-focused on the workplace, tracking and helping an organization manage their labor relations concerns. These insights are important because they're intended to help uh, shape clients' communications responses and and our engagement as it relates to key workforce developments. So I feel like a lot of times these practices are seen as kind of reputational hygiene, right? But that's really just the tip of the iceberg. What kinds of information can or should we collect? So it's generally any kind of publicly available information that may impact a business. Um, Even when the business is not specifically called out or mentioned, our job is to connect the dots for our clients. So we put these mentions in context and try and explain larger trends they might need to know about. So does this kind of intelligence have the potential to touch every aspect of the business? Absolutely. I think when a client is facing um, any major issue, but specifically a labor organizing campaign, depending on the scale, it's not just going to impact the organization, its leaders and employees, 
but also more broadly, media, policymakers, regulators, investors, community leaders, and even more will probably get involved. So this intelligence pulls what everyone is saying together in one place so it's easier to craft our strategic approach. It can also help manage workplace issues and crises as well, right? Absolutely. So there are a variety of workplace issues and crises that we might be helping clients navigate. They could be leadership changes, um, M&A activity, workplace safety problems, uh, labor organizing, financial irregularity, sexual harassment, and also DE&I. These are all issues that are going to spill over to the digital and social media space. So watching that closely, the ebbs and flows of this conversation, the sentiment of the conversation, who the key voices are, so who's talking about it, um, and and sharing that with the client can then help you evaluate the scope of the crisis, as well as the platforms and accounts you need to engage with uh, to help shape the narrative in your favor. Yeah, that makes sense. And you mentioned labor organizing a couple of times. How can digital media intelligence specifically help companies that are facing those sort of labor challenges? Yeah, so employees may not feel comfortable talking about issues they're having at work with their managers um, or within an employee satisfaction survey. Often, uh, particularly with hybrid work um, and not being in a physical location, they're going to take to social media to discuss that, and specifically within platforms that allow for anonymity, like Reddit. Um, It's also where labor unions are going to be engaging employees pretty, pretty actively, Um, So having a handle on the issues that are being discussed there, the platforms where that conversation is happening, um, is going to be key for helping employers respond and navigate those labor challenges. Yeah, that sounds like really great insight. All right, Philippa, I've got to take a quick sponsorship break right now. But when we return, I want to explore the process of information collection. Stay with us. Organizational development is getting a lot of attention, and for good reason. Your organization is faced with continuous and pervasive change. And while your leaders have inevitably dealt with change throughout their careers, there is a difference today. Changes used to have life cycles, making change management easier because there was a beginning and an end. That's not true today. Many companies are stumbling from one disruption to another as their managers and supervisors try to meet this flow of challenges. At IRI Consultants, We work to identify how your systems, departments, and functional areas work together and where the problems exist. A roadmap for change from IRI will concentrate on aligning your strategy, processes, and people to optimize organizational effectiveness. We expect that the business environment will remain in a state of disruption for many years. An IRI organizational development consultant will ensure your organization is prepared to manage continuous change as the key to sustainability. Schedule a call today at IRIConsultants.com. I'm back now with Philippa Levenberg, Director of Digital Strategy here at IRI Consultants. And so, Philippa, at this point, is not using digital intelligence even an option for a modern organization? I mean, what do companies stand to lose if they're not collecting this kind of data and using it? Yes. So I think that an organization should view digital media intelligence gathering as a form of insurance. Um, You may not have to act on what shows up um, as part of those reports, but you want to be the first to know about it if it does so you can get out in front of it. I see this as an early warning system. So are there any legal issues surrounding the capture of this information? 
So we are focused on collecting publicly available data as far to, as far as digital media intelligence, um, and it's generally on platforms that have accessible APIs so that we can connect to and pull. Um, but we continue to track labor laws to ensure that we're always compliant. So can you walk us through the process of collecting this intelligence? How, how does this work? So if you think about how many social media platforms there are out there and new ones continue to merge all the time, some of them have, you know, publicly available APIs that we can plug into and some of them just have to be searched manually, um, particularly ones like like TikTok or Mm -hmm. Snapchat. Um, which are becoming increasingly more important um, as we look at workplace challenges and crises. So there does need to be a process for basically looking at all of those various platforms and pulling it into a story that that makes sense and can help you understand um, how to shape your strategy moving forward. Interesting. And you mentioned the platforms that do have APIs. What role, and obviously artificial intelligence has been all the buzz the last you know, six to 12 months. What role does AI play in this collection, if at all? Absolutely. So at the beginning of you know any engagement, we will typically work with the client to identify what are some of these search terms um, and keywords that we should be listening for. Um, And that does go into a tool. There are a variety of tools out there that can help support this type of work, but it will then capture what are the main mentions around these search terms, you know, who are the top voices, what is the sentiment. Um, And so AI definitely factors in there. But the rest in terms of the storytelling has to be done um, on the human side. That makes sense. So, okay, so you've gathered all of this data. You've got it in hand. What are the next steps? How do you tell that story, as you mentioned? So there are a couple of things we're going to look at um, as part of the reports. We are first going to include sort of that overall summary that looks at, you know, these are the platforms that we need to, to be monitoring and looking at. These are the key themes and issues that people are talking about. Here is a top post um, that you need to watch and some of the commentary and discussion around it. Um, And we're also going to look at sort of spikes in conversation um, and why that particular spike occurred. Um, And then we typically look also at a platform breakdown of where that conversation is active and the key voices within those conversations to kind of paint that full picture for the client. That makes sense. And in your opinion, how often does this collection typically need to take place? So it depends on the client and issue. Of course, um, if there is an active campaign or crisis underway, that will be done daily or sometimes um, several times daily just because there is such a large volume of conversation. Um, But if not, it'll be done on a weekly or quarterly basis to look at sort of um, overall trends. All right. That's a lot. We're going to take another quick break right now. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Project HR Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Oroqua. And my guest today is Philip Levenberg, Director of Digital Strategy here at IRI Consultants. We're back here on Project HR. The capture and analysis, Philippa, of digital media intelligence, not to mention the strategizing that occurs in response to that intelligence, is this work typically done in-house or by outside organizations? Generally, there is some function in-house that is doing media monitoring, and typically it's from 
an external perspective looking at um, reputational mentions of the brand or organization um, and flagging those for um, leadership. What we come in and do is typically focus more on labor and employment um, and what you know employees are saying or issues that are occurring, occurring internally that might be spilling over externally. Um, and so that's often where we find um, that outside counsel is needed. IRI provides digital media intelligence services, so we're admittedly a little biased here, but what are the benefits of hiring an outside consultant for this work? Sometimes when you're um, in, you know, internal and involved and hearing those issues day in and day out, um, you lose some perspective. And I think that having the additional perspective, the outside perspective, who are also trained on a variety of labor issues, have been through um, a number of different experiences and campaigns across industry, might be able to provide that additional look or flags that you might not have noticed before. So help us out with an overview of the digital media intelligence monitoring services that IRI provides. Yeah. So we obviously um, are going to work with the, the client and they are highly customizable, but generally speaking, we do a, um, we offer a daily report, we do weekly, and then we also do a quarterly analysis Um, And all of them provide that sort of overall summary of the volume of the conversation, any spikes, um, and any key sort of watch outs um, for whether it be the day, the week, or the quarter. Uh, The weekly reports include a little bit more of a kind of digest, looking at uh, more more broad issues that happened um, over the course of the week. And then the quarterly analysis is focused often on competitors in the space. So you mentioned that these services are customizable. Tell us a little bit about how we can do that. Yeah, so it depends on the client. They may be looking for slightly different sort of KPIs as it relates to this conversation. They may be most focused on the number of views, so the visibility, the impressions of what that social media content um, is generating that we might be able to track week over week. We might be looking for specific keywords mentioned around um, labor organizing, in which case that will fluctuate over, um, you know, week by week. Um, Sentiment is another thing that we may or may not track. um, And the list goes on. But that conversation really does start at the beginning to to determine what are the core KPIs um, that we're going to look at over time. And most of what we've been talking about is really internally focused. IRI also offers a quarterly competitive analysis product. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so this is specifically for clients who are active on social media and looking to track their online presence in relation to their competitors. Um, The quarterly competitive analysis is going to capture both earned content, so mentions of an organization uh, by third-party accounts or news outlets, as well as owned online activity. So those are platforms that you are utilizing, the client's utilizing um, as part of their overall communications strategy. And again, we will be you know, exploring and defining those key metrics together um, at the start, but they're typically sort of share of voice. So how many mentions um, of your organization um, and your activities in comparison to your key competitors? How does your posting frequency look compared to your competitors? Um, Follower growth over that quarter. 
as well as sort of the top three posts uh, for each platform over the quarter. It also includes analysis and recommendations of you know any any blind spots or um, opportunities for growing um, your social media footprint. Excellent. And if anyone wants to find out more about you or about IRI and digital media intelligence services, where can they go? Yeah, so you can find IRI at iriconsultants.com. And I'd also encourage you to reach out to me via email for more information, which is plevenberg at iriconsultants.com. Perfect. And all that information will be included in this week's episode companion guide, which you can grab for free at iriconsultants.com slash podcast. Right now, though, Philippa, it is time for our lightning round questions. These are questions I ask of every guest of the podcast. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So our first question is always a topic showdown. In this episode, we've been talking about digital media intelligence. So in your opinion, Philippa, which of these songs about tuning into talk is better? Adele's Rumor Has It or Marvin Gaye's I Heard It Through the Grapevine? I am a huge Adele fan, so it's definitely (laughs) going to be Rumor Has It. Perfect. All right. What's the best book that you've read recently? So somewhat recently, I read the book The Lovely Bones by Alice Siebold. Mm -hmm. Um, And between my mom and work duties, I've also been trying to get to Run, Rose, Run by James Patterson and Dolly Parton. Um, And it's currently sitting on my night table. Um, So, But if I didn't do this work, I would have been a crime writer or detective. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And there is actually a kind of detective work, I think, that I do in this profession as well. Yeah. Lovely Bones. That's a hard one to read. That's an oldie but a goodie for sure. All right. Next question. What's your favorite thing about the work that you do? So the digital landscape moves at lightning speed. Um, The rules of engagement, the goalposts are changing literally every day. Um, The unknown and predictable can be intimidating and scary for some clients to jump into. Um, But I think the most rewarding thing for me is instilling that sense of curiosity, enthusiasm, um, and love for this work in them ideally so they don't need me anymore. <laughs> right. And um, because, of, you know, because digital media is also data driven, there is actual evidence that I'm able to then point to and say, hey, this actually worked. Nice. All right. Next question. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? So when I started uh, my work in digital media, I feel like I was getting bogged down in some of the technicalities, um, the, you know, the mechanics, the details of how something would work. And maybe it was trying to show that I had, you know, the technical chops to excel at this, but that's really only part of it. Um, And a previous boss told me I needed to zoom out um, and a big idea can always be scaled back, whereas a single tactic has less runway. Um, So this work really only is successful when it's multi-channel and the tactics are only as good as the strategy that drives them forward. I love that. The idea of asking bigger questions. All right. Last question. Who or what inspires you? So I'm a mom of two. I have a son who just turned one and a daughter who just turned four. Um, I think their energy, sense of wonder and observations are very motivating for me. Um, And I definitely need it for those 6 a.m. wake ups. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for joining me today on this week's episode of Project HR, Philippa. Thank you for having me. I also want to thank everyone listening in. Here's your final reminder to unlock your access to this episode's companion guide at iriconsultants.com slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to Project HR. A new episode posts every other Thursday. Finally, drop me a line, leave us a review, or give the show a handful of stars wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Project HR. Let's make it a great day at work. <laughs>